0: Welcome to the Dork Forest, Jackie and her pals will never bore us, shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile, so let's explore the Dork Forest and dork out for a while. Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest, I'm Jackie Cation, your host. And the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you like a determiner, and FamilyPetAncestry.com, if you like a joke URL that I bought that points to com Because Family Pet Ancestry, when you want to know if your cat came over on the Mayflower. Anyway... Let's do the credits. Ma- Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard. He sings with his wife, Sarah. At the end, he will sing his words to the Mexican hat dance. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. Uh, at com, many things can happen. There is, of course, links to my other podcast and the Dork Forest. My other podcast is called The Jackie and Lori Show and it is on the Nerdist Network. Everything's available on iTunes. Stitcher has probably uploaded it. SoundCloud and all things comedy has the Dork Forest. I don't know how you found it. I just thank you that you have. Anyway, um, but on JackieCation.com, there's other unique things. There's the store, which you can get the T-shirts, CDs, and my DVD of my stand-up comedy, and then Ranger of the Dork Forest T-shirts. And regular Dork Forest t-shirts and a Spooky Reading Girl t-shirt, which is in reference to one of my jokes. You can see my calendar where I'm doing stand-up comedy next. This week, this week I am going to Florida for an indie comedy festival on the 21st in Orlando. And then on the 23rd, I'll be in San Francisco doing a live episode of something that's listed on my website. You might want to check that out. Uh, for Sketchfest and, I think, Audible. Anyway, good times. In other news, um, or CISO, I can't remember, check my website, jackycation.com, for all of that stuff. Also, there's a possibility on JackieCation or TheDorkForest.com to donate to The Dork Forest. If you enjoy the program and want to donate, there's a PayPal link And you can send me some cash if you like. I appreciate it enormously. You can donate monthly. I have not made that easy. Go for it if you like. And there's also an Amazon portal on dorkforest.com. I added it. And also JackieCation.com. So if you want to order, all you have to do is you either click on the Amazon tiny icon on the front page or you go to the support the page, support the show page on JackieCation.com. And there's a banner. On DorkForest.com, there's just a link in the menu. All it is is a portal to Amazon. You order normal uh, from Amazon, and the Dork Forest gets a kickback. Other than that, there are premium episodes, which are live episodes that I taped uh, in front of live audiences. There's about 10 of them. They're on thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. They are $2 a piece because they cost me a couple of bucks, so I charge you a couple of bucks. There are also some free things on there and a storytelling album. So, there's probably more to it, but I say let's get into it because it's a great episode. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am in a hotel in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, with a a guy to college. What was the name of your, uh, what was the name of the comic strip? Wildlife. 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 I meant to bring it because oh. I, I clipped one in college my oh, no. favorite one which one was that you i don't I, I don't remember i just remember how adorable it was and I thought and it and it struck a nerve oh. I'm, I'm here with John Kovalik, ladies and gentlemen uh, dork tower dorktower.com, dork forest that's how we rehooked up 11 years ago we swapped t-shirts we swapped t-shirts you're due for another (laughs) one because you're finally doing the show oh lovely so you get a free t-shirt i don't have any with me oh (laughs) okay (laughs) i will mail you one. that would be delightful it'll all work out maybe you'll get a spooky reading girl t-shirt maybe you have an inner spooky reading girl Uh, so dork tower is your web comic yes and then you do art for all the munchkin all of Munchkin. Games. I've
1: drawn, yeah, Steve Jackson games oh, Munchkin.
0: Oh, right, and other um, Steve Jackson games, And other uh, Shea
1: Geek. Shay Geek, we have that. Uh, those. Do you have Ninja
0: Burger? No, no I never? did not
1: do Ninja Burger. You that's okay. Greg Hyland. And that's think, not even Steve friend. Jackson.
0: Yeah, they, there we go. Is it a Steve Jackson?
1: It was, if it's not anymore, I'm pretty sure it was. But well, you're is. in the
0: biz, so you know. Oh man, this uh,
1: is embarrassing. You know
0: that I say that? And then, yeah. but whenever anybody says anything show busy to me, I still don't know what it is. <laughs> I never know
1: what anything is. I have drawn, though, at this point, over 5,500 Munchkin cards in the last wow. 15 years. This is the 15th anniversary of Munchkin.
0: F- Happy anniversary,
1: Munchkin. <laughs> Thank you, says Spike. Says, <laughs> says, and so,
0: and you drew the apple.
1: I drew the apple. I did a lot more than the apple, but yes, apples to apples. Apples to apples. I wrote all the flavor text for apples to apples. For many years. For many years because the flavor text idea was mine. When apples to apples first started, the rest of the -the out-of-the-box company did not want to put flavor text. Well, actually, they didn't even, they just wanted to make the apples cards as simple as they could so everybody could understand all of them. Right. And I was a Magic the Gathering player. This was going back. Uh, 18 years now, something like that, close to 20. Right. And I was a magic gathering player. yes. Yes. And I said, hey, wait a second, there's this thing called flavor text, and if we put it on a card, we can throw any card in the universe there, and people will know what it is. Elizabeth Barrett Browning, for oh, example. Oh,
0: Rick, flavor text being the definition, essentially, of yes. whatever someone has just read, and you're like, well, I don't know who that is. Exactly. And you're like, yeah, you kind of do. Let me let, let, let me flavor it up for you.
1: And so the other three members of the company said, okay, smartass, you write it all. Oh, my gosh. And so for weeks, uh, this is when Apples to Apples was first brought to us, okay. um, which was How a- How many cards initially? 500, I think. Oh, we're my God, you first. wrote flavor
0: text for 500. <laughs> Five hundred cards. Yes,
1: and that turned into thousands, <laughs> uh, but not five thousand uh, at a certain okay. point. Uh, um, and so, yeah, I was—I would just be on the couch at our house, and right. I'd have my laptop, uh, you know, open up the files and just go through, trying to think of something clever to say about all of these cards.
0: Right, something interesting, at the very least, interesting and informative. Yeah, and I would uh, yell
1: at Judith, my wife, you know, my my long-suffering, lovely wife, honey. <laughs>
0: What's funny about mud?
1: <laughs> and uh, so that this conversation would go back and forth for weeks. And yeah, so that so all of my friends in the industry give me a lot of hassle. Oh, you do the logo. Oh, you do the apple. Right. Also, there was, by the way, but there, there was an hundreds orange. of hours. There was an orange at one point. Initially, Wait, the Apple's game,
0: to apples had an orange involved.
1: Yes, initially, Apple's to apples was called apples and oranges, and that name was taken, oh, so we couldn't do it. So there's a poor, sorry. Drawing of an orange who's like the Pete Best of gaming. <laughs> this close <laughs> to fame. And just never got there.
0: I love the anthropomorphication of, <laughs> of your drawings. Yes! <laughs> you know, I used it as my uh, profile, cause I was your practice drawing one day, remember? Yes! You that's drew me right. slaying a dragon. <laughs> yes! And uh, uh, Andy had it framed. And it's in our house. Oh, that's lovely. Yes, it's, uh, sure. So, uh, Volek, uh, you enjoy games. Yes. In addition to um being instrumental in other people's games. So uh like what now, do you want to do this D and D rabbit hole? Are you gonna uh, or because I, I for can the talk about time? anything. It's like gaming is my Well, you're old school. You are a dork luminary here in Madison, Wisconsin, first of all. Even older than
1: that. I mean I don't want to sound like too old, but I bought you know, when I was I used to I grew up in England. Okay. I was actually born in Manchester, as so you can tell from the accent. Uh, it's an Marcy. amazing
0: British accent, yes, by the I way.
1: Can. My wife can actually do a better British accent than I can <laughs> at this point. Um, where was she raised? Uh, Ellsworth, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started gaming uh, in school in England where everybody okay. was playing with these little uh, 20 millimeter plastic air fix World War II figures. Okay. Uh, Desert Rats versus the Desert Fox. Um
0: Right, it does sound like you were raised in the '50s, and yet it <laughs> this wasn't. Is a, this is the this, this is a, was in the late '70s, late '70s, yeah. yes, very late. Which, 70s. <laughs> right, right. Please, please. And, <laughs> but it, it does. But but I always think of England as the as the early '50s. Always, you know, them just reeling from beating Hitler,
1: and and since Brexit, it probably will be.
0: And so. with Trump, they'll get to fight Hitler again. <laughs> it's going to be great.
1: Uh, let's talk more gaming.
0: Exactly. No kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I,
1: I started uh, – and in England at the time, in Britain, yep. you had rules you could buy for these little figures, which okay. I've never seen before. So you could go to a shop on the main street, uh, high street. And there would be a set of rules published for playing World War II miniature war games with plastic tanks and plastic figures. What? And I thought this was incredible. It just blew my mind.
0: It's still incredible. Yeah. Was it? Did it have a name? What was the name of this uh, game? Just, just uh,
1: this particular game. I'm trying to remember the name. It wasn't right, right. a particularly good set of rules. I found better ones very soon afterwards. Okay. Um, I can. I but can, so
0: the people who made the actual the, the the little hero clicks things didn't make, and that's not what they no, are. No, obviously. No. These,
1: these were just little plastic um, well, army models. guys. Right? Yeah, army guys. Yeah, uh, they're tiny. Like twenty millimeter means about. I'm, I'm like making an like inch. Like an inch. Yeah, like uh, inch high. Here, Like old which,
0: timey, uh, green yeah. army guys, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: And then you would buy tanks and if you were a kid in Britain at the time, you'd just, you know, an airfix tank and you would glue these together and paint them. And these rules were made by a different company, and they just let you play with these. And a lot of different
0: oh, companies weird. made rules like this. Right, they're so, like, no, play my rules. Yes. very. It's, a, it's essentially, g- gamers have always grown up and been mocked yeah. for saying, no, play my game. And only <laughs> only in the last 15 years has everyone just embraced it and go, no, no, we still want to play games. I don't care if I'm 40. Leave yeah, me alone. I know. Yeah.
1: I love it. Yeah. Um, so... From there, I discovered board games, and these were like very complicated historical board games comp- uh, published by a company an American company called spi um, wow. and I found these at a model shop, and all of a sudden. There are these little uh, cardboard counters you could punch out, fun, 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 and <laughs> uh put on these hex grids. And some of them. uh
0: oh my represented- God, you sound like Andy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you get to punch out a lot of different things. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Um, this is our life. Yes, and, yes. And, and thank you for understanding. You're in a safe us.
0: space. Uh, a <laughs> safe, <of> all spaces. <laughs>
1: um, and so, at that point, I you know, played these games for a while, along with the miniatures games, and I was about. 14, 15 okay. at the time. And we would travel from Bristol, uh, which was actually uh, a, a city called Glastonbury. The, okay. The, the biggest city anybody's heard of in the U.S. It would be Bristol to it. But we would travel from Glastonbury to London every couple of weeks just to get the big city. It's only a couple of hours away, a few sure. hours away. Um I think it was like maybe a three-hour drive, which in England is to get huge.
0: And, you but, know, in the U.S., right. that's
1: like, oh, I'm going to pop down and get some milk. <laughs> right, there. right. That's right. Um, and uh, I I I'd heard about a shop in London, an actual bonafide game store what? in Hammersmith, London, yep. called Games Workshop.
0: Okay. Do you think and it's still there?
1: Been, it's not still there. The original shop is not still there, but okay. Games Workshop has become huge since then. Oh, there!
0: Oh, wait, the I Warhammer. There
1: we go. Yeah, they Warhammer. Made Warhammer Forty K. Yes, <laughs> but back in the day, it was just a gaming shop like any other, and they in were in Hammersmith. Hammersmith. It's- yes, one of the outlying regions of London. Right. Um, and I would just pop in there when we'd go to London, and just my little mind exploded. Right. Uh, it was a place you could get all these different kinds of games yeah. and uh that's where I discovered a small uh tiny white box with the words Dungeons and Dragons on the cover. Oh. And three and it little pamphlets. Made it. Three little pamphlets were sold by Games Workshop in a box. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, they had a little photocopied piece of paper next to this which essentially said what is role playing. And you see this kind of thing in so many role playing games anymore, and it's so useful because right away I got it. They showed you a map uh, of a dungeon, okay, a small photocopied dungeon, and next to it was the dialogue uh, that the players were saying right. between the games master, the dungeon master, and the players.
0: Okay, and right away
1: I got this, and I just wanted this so was, badly. And the I art understand. was horrible. Yeah, the rules were bad. I think they were. They were. Were they even typeset? I think they were just typed out. Um, And it was this really cheap little box. But all of a sudden, the potential became very clear to me. Right. I couldn't stand it. I got this and I got back to school and I formed in 1979, my school's first role-playing society. Wow.
0: (laughs) Nice. That's So, yeah, I mean, I suppose if you go from playing with army guys – D and D makes sense to some extent. Tabletop role playing. Yeah, well, you already. I mean, you know because how because you're already playing imagination, and you're like, I'm doing this. Yes, I'm doing
1: this. And actually, that's where Dungeons and Dragons uh, came from. Are uh, were um, a couple of gamers in the Midwest. Oh,
0: I vaguely <laughs> who remember
1: that were military war gamers. And okay. They, uh, essentially built Dungeons and Dragons
0: from some of their... Because they wanted dragons campaigns. and orcs. Who doesn't? And who doesn't? Why yes. wouldn't you? Exactly. And uh, last episode was with my brother. We spoke entirely, almost entirely, about Tolkien. <laughs> and uh, so it was uh, pretty great. Nice. Um, yeah, but it, it does it does make sense that it would go from playing army guys but D and D is army guys but with a dungeon master yes who can call it where you're just like no see the trajectory i would have got you see now there's a dungeon master who can say yeah he got you or he didn't get you and uh why don't you roll a die and tell me if he got you because i can't tell yes and uh, (laughs) so yeah that's i mean which which is a great description of how to play tabletop gaming it makes much more sense it's yeah. it's funny
1: because right now, <clears throat> I'm I'm starting with fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Okay, I've kept
1: active in role playing, but I've not run actually Dungeon Mastered a game for something like thirty years. I just don't have time.
0: So have and you played other people's? I have. Yes. What what editions? Like second edition? Uh,
1: I mostly Pathfinder second edition, um, but it really kind of skipped from first edition, which came out while I was still in school. Right. Uh, which I've got, my original volumes signed by Gary Gygax. Oh my who god. Wrote the introduction to the very first Dork Tower comic book.
0: What? Yes. Uh, is that still in print? The very first um, Dork Tower comic book? Can, uh, with the introduction can get it on by eBay Gary Gygax? Or
1: something. Okay, like that, I will, uh,
0: look into that for, cause, yeah. you know, Andy Sigline is a Gary Gygax quote.
1: I did not know that. Yeah,
0: so, well, yes. why would you? The, the um, amount of emailing. Anyway,
1: goes. so it was Gary and Dave Arneson. up okay. In the Twin Cities. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I played a lot of first edition, kind of skipped over second edition. I kind of fell out of uh, role-playing a bit when I started college, mm-hmm. uh, then got back into it with third edition, third, 3.5, Pathfinder. Other people were running at the same time. I'm
0: still playing a 3.5 game. I love 3.5 yeah.
1: and Pathfinder, which is essentially the 3.75. Right. <laughs> um, it's I wouldn't run them. They're yeah. a little too fiddly for the way okay. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and fourth edition was not my game.
0: No, fourth edition had terribles, according to various D and D people. <laughs> it was, I
1: mean, the people who liked it liked it. So yes. it's it wasn't a bad game. It just was not my game. Right. Uh to me, it felt a little bit like trying to simulate a video game. Uh, right. It was. The, it was
0: trying to do that. Right. Is what I heard that, and, and it was hit and miss as far as success. And
1: yeah, you know, some people loved it, and you know, God bless them, and that's yeah. great. Uh, there's a lot of different games out there people can play. But when fifth came, when fifth hit, um, I my Would you recommit? Oh my goodness. My, again, I just loved it. it. I've not felt this excited about Dungeons and Dragons since first edition Advanced okay. D&D. Um, it's beautiful. It's elegant. It's easy to run. It's fun to run. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of role playing that comes into it. It's my game. And so it got me so excited. Uh, I actually ran a couple of sessions for my nieces and nephews and they loved it. And nice. now I've actually got a group of friends here in Madison. Who want to learn it. And so, so half of them, three of them have role-played before, three of them have not role-played before. Oh,
0: well, that's a big, that's a big group. <clears throat>
1: yes. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that because we're all adults now, yeah. we'll probably at best get four of us together at okay. any one time. Oh, so you're <laughs> so, gonna do
0: that? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do I'm the in quorum. a couple of those games where you're just like, if you can play, play if you can't. Yes. That was, I've, I've done two Pathfinders like that and yeah. I think one Champions. Yeah. Um, And so if the
1: player's not there, you know, it's it's not not the end of the, yeah, their, their characters are not in danger. They're just off doing other things. Right. They weed it off. Yes. 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 (laughs)
0: Um,
1: But so hopefully we'll get the group together as a group once every month or so, and then maybe do a second game. Now,
0: when you game, do you do it? Is it an all day thing? No, once a no, no, no. couple of months.
1: I do not have. To- I work in the game industry. I don't have time for that. <laughs>
0: you don't have time to game. <laughs> you have um,
1: work to do. This is. I, I would do it in like a three hour, three hour session, chunk? seven to ten. Okay, you know, something is you're doable. Oh,
0: early night. Yes. Early evening. Okay. Yes,
1: because it's you know we've all we're all adults. This is
0: well, When I was
1: in college, we used to do all night gaming. We used to play. This board game called Air War, which is again, one of these old, uh, SPI games we you punch out the counters. Okay. We're gonna have these dog fights that would last all night and we would see the sun come up and. What? I kind of miss that, but at the same point in time, I no. like being an adult much more.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I will say this is Andy has scheduled our, our Eberron game. It's usually every six weeks mm-hmm. and we play from noon to six. Oh. And then we go out to dinner. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a full. I mean yeah. that there's a reason why people's wives are playing. And <laughs> yeah. so you're just like or your husband or whatever cuz they're just like, well, this is the only day off that we have. Yeah, Let's uh, spend it together play Yeah, it. that's
1: not too bad though. I might try yeah. that sometime. And it's um,
0: not bad. And then and and then you because we are adults, it's yes. not all Cheetos and fried pickles. You have a fine <laughs> You had fried better, pickles for gaming? No, nobody. I don't know what it, <laughs> I don't know what you people were eating before I played this game. <laughs> and uh but the um yeah, it was but so with a little help Healthier food can also yes. be put yes. forth. Yes, yes. And he enjoys a hummus <laughs> plate. <laughs> nice herbal tea, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> right as we go into our twilight years. Yeah, exactly. With our gold dice. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> so, oh. so did you... Uh, do you collect dice and different stuff like that? i am not. A, I've never
1: been it? a huge – I mean I will buy really cool dice when I see them. Yep. And this is going to sound so sad. I was going to say I'm not a big dice person. Right. But they just did a really good deal on Amazon on 100 dice. And I well, just I had to. Like, <laughs> it's like 100 right, so you're dice proud. for 10 bucks. What? Well, Score. they're all gaming dice. And they're and all so, – uh, you know, like various D20s, D10s, D12s, D8s. The D
0: stands for dice, you guys. That's, that's. 12
1: <laughs> sided dice, 20 yep. sided dice. And I just thought how useful it would be to get these. And so if some of my players did not have their own dice, I could just be a, a generous game, uh, dungeon master is yes. here. Here
0: is your own set of now. Dust. Here now, uh, the first D and d I ever played was with uh, was this Eberron game uh, twelve years ago. Now yes. eleven years ago, I am essentially a god uh, because I am <laughs> on seventeenth or eighteenth level. Oh, you mean in the game? In the okay. game, yeah. Oh, was, uh, out here? Yes, I am a minion. <laughs> uh, so, but the uh, um the the. But Andy, whenever he would say, Oh, do you need to borrow some dice? All of his friends who have been playing since they were 13 mm. were like, not, not touching your dice, not <laughs> touching your dungeon master dice. Get away from me with your, your skeevy. <laughs> it's you
1: like terror cards at that point. Yes.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is I should just leave them in
1: the big plastic bag until my friends come. They've then,
0: untouched by human yes. hands. You may choose your own dice there and go, go forward with it. And go. now do you, um, did you used to paint the, the dudes, the characters? I
1: did. And I'm back into that. Full throttle. Oh, really? I have got individual figures for all the players... Uh, one of the players wants to paint their own. Figure, okay. Oh, good and for like, them.
0: I, <laughs>
1: You're like my toy. My. I'm, I'm not. I'm not lying about this. <laughs> I bought a second figure so I could paint it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want. Um, what do we put them next to each other? Which
1: one do you want to play? Well, yeah, last yeah, last yeah. year was a really. Uh, last year, um, I I made a few vows. Uh, not vows. Uh, 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 resolutions. Okay. One of which was to read more books, which I managed. One of which was to do more gaming, which I didn't entirely manage. I've okay. been playing more games. Uh, so this year, I've been really – I've just like jumped back into the deep end. I've been painting Warhammer figures. Actually, Warhammer 40K figures. Uh oh, wow. So you may never see me again. Right. Um, I've started Warhammer 40K because they've got a lovely beginner set, uh with, which comes with like 30 figures. And it was a very nice doable weekend project. Okay. Um, Wait, you and,
0: painted 30? No. Uh, not in the weekend.
1: Okay, maybe not 30. Uh, there are – um, let's say 20. Okay, 20 and, and the characters
0: weekend. in Warhammer, many moons ago, there was a dork forest dedicated entirely to Warhammer 40K, so I have a tiny memory of John Roy telling me about 40K, but that's all I got. So, how, what are the characters, again, in Warhammer? Um, are, are, are Warhammer real... is
1: basically, Warhammer yeah. 40K is basically space fantasy. You've got the space marines, who are okay. the, the human empire, okay. the empire, um, the Imperium, uh, you've got uh, the orcs, but they're spelled with a K in science fiction. <laughs> okay. Um, and, you know, orcs. That's are, how
0: you know that they're from space. Exactly, space
1: <laughs> orcs. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> then you've got the Eldar, who are essentially the elves in space. Right. Uh, but they've got really cool helmets, so you don't really see their pointy ears. Um, sure. And you've got all these races, uh, but they stopped doing the dwarves uh, for some reason. You don't see the squats anymore in Fortnite. Okay. Days. And basically I've always, I've always been most interested in orcs because I love playing orcs in miniatures games because if they lose, who cares? They're stupid, they're <laughs> dumb, they're violent. <laughs> they're cannon fodder. Exactly. It's, uh... Exactly it's kind of like you know playing the uh, the Russians and uh, you know who who do you want to lose more Stalin or Hitler
0: oh um, right right yeah it's yeah. Um, so axis and right okay yeah, uh,
1: but anyway it's it's uh so yeah playing orcs is great fun and I like it because you can never take them too seriously okay and so the opposing force is the Imperium just because I like painting up really cool space Marines fair enough and so I've gotten you know I've done all these up and I've I had to relearn. I used to be a good painter. I haven't painted figures seriously in maybe five years or more. Okay. Uh, so the first few figures, I applied the paint much too thick and lost a lot of the detail. Okay. The next series of figures, I've just been doing them with inks and washes and getting a lot of them more detail uh, is coming out. I, stuff I knew from before, but i just totally forgotten. Okay. It's not entirely like trying to ride a bike. So now I'm painting up all the monster's for this adventure and all of the player characters. And I've got so many orcs and goblins and dwarves and things anyway from my old Warhammer gaming days. Right. Uh, fantasy Warhammer Well, that, fantasy. Oh,
0: right. That you could just bring into
1: D&D. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I like having the miniatures out there. I like, uh, drawing out. The caverns or the rooms, so that the players know where they are. Okay. Um, are but you that's not on, on,
0: on like a dry erase map?
1: Yes, I've got a couple of dry erase mats, and I've uh, got my
0: boxes or hexes.
1: Uh they're uh, uh, squares. Squares, because D and D is
0: squares. squares. Yes, F- five foot squares, right? Five.
1: That's right. Yep. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the average character moves thirty feet per turn, and so they sure. can move six squares, six
0: squares with a double um, move. Sure. <laughs>
1: but it's been it's been wonderful. I mean, it's it's. I, having worked in the gaming industry now close to 20 years yeah um i've never been doing this much actual gaming uh since i started and you know you always get the chance to game at a convention or with you know but then you would just rather see your friends and hang out and discuss gaming ideas raid right or hide
0: yes yes um, one of those two things you're just like no i want to play yeah. is there where a place we could hide where there aren't so many people well you're at a game <laughs> convention you weirdo yes. and uh it's just, oh. yeah
1: but, uh yeah, so it's it's been between D&D 5th edition and getting – I've actually had to pare down my games because I was having a big problem for the last few years. There were too many game systems I was interested in. Okay. And so that was creating analysis paralysis, and I was not playing any of them. <laughs> so I'm selling a lot of games. Okay, um, just
0: kind of clearing out your game ca- – Gamby?
1: a little bit, I and mean, I've got shelves and shelves and shelves of gaming.
0: what are your like favorite like board games right now are there okay.
1: are there a couple that you're I've been playing a lot of board games because board gaming is so hot and also it's yeah. such an easy way to get some gaming in with your friends you get uh, friends come over for dinner we've got a group of couples now oh, nice. and we all get together every month for a dedicated dinner and gaming night oh and cool it's a lot of fun um so, but also, yeah, just a friend will pop over and you can bring out a board game. Uh, there are so many great games at the moment and I know all, it's amazing because- Do you go more co-op or do you go more- I uh, love co-op. A couple of years ago I was totally into co-op. I'll do anything. Okay. I, I will get, I will be fascinated by a game for like a year and the games it spawns and be obsessed with it and try and figure it out. Right. Uh, right now the games I love, um I, I still play a lot of Forbidden Island, which okay. is a great co-op game. You're oh, on I've an island, that. and yeah. it's sinking. And <laughs> it's the, the sense of the island sinking is palpable, and it pays, plays very quickly. And we, I, I introduced some friends to this about two weeks ago, and we lost the island, sunk. Right. And we were on it. We did not get off the island.
0: Um, oh, and, that, and, and there is tension when you're playing as a group, and you're yes. like, and there's a TikTok? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I I've seen that one. I have not played it. Forbidden camel Island.
1: Up is another great fun game. I oh, love yeah. the game Camel Up. It's a uh How are you spelling it? It's not Camelot. It's, no, Camel C A M E L. Okay. U P.
0: Oh, awesome. Camel
1: Up. It's a camel okay. racing game. It's a, uh set at the turn of the last century uh, I, okay. in uh I believe Egypt. Um colonial sure. Egypt. Uh camel so up. but you're not actually playing the camels or the racers. You're playing the people betting on the camels. Oh and it's brilliant fun and it's very unpredictable because a camel if it lands in the same space they're, they're, it is Egypt because they're all going around a pyramid. Uh, the pyramid itself is the mech uh, is, is this wonderful cardboard uh, uh, thing you build which lets you turn over the pyramid, put it face down it lets one dice out at a time oh okay. I love that uh, for a start that, and, yes <laughs> uh, so that one die will move one camel one two or three spaces okay around the track okay uh you can bet on the camels at any time you can bet who will win the leg which is when all five die are rolled or you know turned over uh that's one leg so whatever camel in the uh, lead at the at that leg you can get money on play okay. like money Play All right. money, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You never oh. play this for shots or anything like that. Um, and, Pieces uh, of
0: pizza. You can also- Last piece <laughs> for whoever wins, camel up.
1: You can also bet on the winner of the overall race uh, or the loser of the overall race.
0: Is there a trifecta? And- Is there any way that you can leverage this? Is there a guy over in the stables you could talk to? <laughs> you know, there might be. There've been, there have been a couple of uh, expansions, expansions for this. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: And, uh, but I, I still just like the basic game so very much. Um, and again, it just changes so quickly and it's kind of, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's brilliant. Okay. Um, Codenames is another game I've been playing a lot of recently. A wonderful, uh, superb word game where you, two players are the spy masters. Right. And you've got teams, two teams, each player is the spy master for their individual team. And you've got a grid of 25, I believe it is, uh, words laid down. And the spy masters have got a map of these grids of who their spies So the, the the words laid down could be Berlin. It could be mud. It's sort of like apples, apples, green cards. It could right. be anything. Um, and these are the code names of agents. Noun. Yes. Okay. And you've got to get your team to guess all of your agents, right? Without guessing any of the other agents, which gives them an advantage, or so it's
0: like password to some extent. If I remember correctly,
1: a little bit. It's a you little can't
0: more. Give too much.
1: Yeah. It, it's it's a little uh, subtler than that because you can only give a one word cl-
0: clue. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. I played it on tabletop, mm. uh, with the Will Wheaton thing. What you did? Yeah, What yeah, Was, it was that? A four, I a that fourth edition, the fourth season? Oh, is so, that weird? Uh, it uh, I don't it I, it either just aired or it, it's about to air. Yes, I can't tell you who won. No, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't you know. play code names? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my! Yeah, that was the game we played. Oh and, wow! And then you get a free copy of it. And uh, but oh, I was so terrible at it that oh, I was man, like, I
1: never got a free copy of Ticket to Ride Europe when I was on tabletop.
0: Oh, you got to play Ticket to Ride Europe. I know that's yes. a train game. Yes. It oh was my gosh! Great. That's a great game. I played with um,
1: uh, one of the cast members from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Anne Wheaton and Will. So it was what? like just terrific.
0: I know. I I've had uh, several. I can't remember everyone's name. Yes. Uh, they've all been on the for us though. Oh, (laughs) so, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I've just, reciprocity. I was like, you may be, of course, yes. I want everyone to be on the door. Oh. So, yeah, so it's code names. Yes. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe if I played it more than once or twice, I might, I might, it's sort of like Sudoku. It's a learned skill to some extent. Yes, yes, it is. You got to get your mind thinking in the right direction.
1: Yes. The first game I had was disastrous. I was the, I, I played it once and I was teaching it to some other people and I thought, aha, I can be the, Uh, spy master for this. Yep. And I saw, I like focused like a laser beam on three words and I believe what I said was theater or something like that. (laughs) And then I totally missed like one which was so close to theater. Right. That's the one they went
0: first. And it was a disaster. Yes.
1: Um, it was a disaster. All of a sudden,
0: crime flourished. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, so, uh, those are just some of the games I've just been really, really into recently, but I've, there are dozens.
0: Right. Um, I just bought one when I was in Minneapolis. I think it was called Dangerous Dirigibles or something. Oh, I've seen that. It looks beautiful. It was beautiful. Super fast.
1: Is and- that by Fireside Games? Who could tell? Okay.
0: Uh, probably some sort of writing on it yes. uh, would yes. tell me that. Uh, it was by a
1: game company. It
0: was by a game company because it was in Barnes & Noble. Okay. And uh, so it was um, – you're essentially building a steampunk dirigible and um, and it's super fast. And Andy just played us uh, – we just played a two-person two game. And that was really fun. And then for Christmas I got the Battle of Hogwarts. Oh. Um, a deck building game. Yes. Which yes. uh is I love Thunderstone Advance mm-hmm. but it's so fiddly to set up I can't figure out how to set it up. Uh but the Hogwarts uh battle yeah. of Hogwarts, much easier to set up. Nice. And it is also a deck building game. Nice. And so I'm on board. And then the other one was um something called Myth. Okay. A myth, not of myth and men, no. but it's myth M Y T G. I
1: I think I know of that game. It's adorable. It's not, it looks yeah. like
0: a pop-up uh greeting card. Yep. Yeah. And it just has uh, a volcano mm-hmm. and it has uh the your your mice going on a very short road up uh to the volcano where you have to get past the dragon, who is a tiny wooden figure, to get the silver cheese. Silver cheese uh, done in metal, so Ooh. nice toy value. Nice, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's a uh, but it's the tiniest game in the world. I don't yeah. even know if it's out. Andy got it somewhere. I I
1: I know the name. I know the pronunciation. Uh, it's, it's, it's it's fun to say. It's on the edge of my radar, but yes. Right, uh, right.
0: And then he he asked for several games. I think Isle of Sky. Okay, Which I yes. have not played. I've not played that. And then something called Seafall.
1: Yes, where yes. You,
0: it's one of those tile building games where you just add tiles and make a make a yeah make a land.
1: Yeah, I've, and, I've uh, not played that. I've heard very good things about it.
0: But there's a bunch of games like that. Sort of like they're I think they're little hex uh, squares or whatever, and you build a game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a golden age of game design right now. That's wonderful.
1: And you cannot keep up with everything that's coming out. You just can't.
0: No, you can't.
1: I've got so many friends in the industry, and these, these people are brilliant designers, and like some of them are genius level at game design. Yeah. And I just feel so bad. I cannot play all the games that are coming out. And I'm even uh I can't even play all the games I'm illustrating anyway. Right,
0: right. Um, well that's yeah. it because you're just like, "No, I want to do the thing."
1: Yes. And
0: um yeah, the, sometimes it's and they these are quality problems obviously. These are, yes, these but, are
1: definitely first right, world. Right. It's uh, game very problems. very
0: there's too many games, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, but do you notice because you're, you know, an artist and a and a graphic designer and all that stuff, is it is it exciting to see the different kind of art that is in all of the... I
1: love it. I love it so much. And I will sometimes pick up a game just because it's got really beautiful art on it. And I know you're not supposed to do that, but really you're, people are supposed to judging a game do that. by
0: it. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, yeah, there right. is... Uh, the, the art is just stunning. And especially if you think of where gaming was at back in the late 70s. Um, and when I say first printing of Dungeons & Dragons, I don't mean the one that was out in most stores. Uh, yeah, like if oh. you go online and you see the first little tiny three volume box set. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, we're not talking about the red box and those things. This okay,
0: was, you're talking about something.
1: This was before those. They came out in a brown box first. That sold out. Then they released it in a white box, and the art in that is just so horrible. Um, right. And the g-
0: wasn't wasn't he from like Lake Geneva or something?
1: Gary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's where. Who grows why- up
0: in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin? Unless you're like a mob. <laughs> like, a, like, was his dad a mob boss? I, I, and, uh, uh,
1: only if you visit from Chicago, I think. Well, that's right? where the mob, that's yes. where they
0: vacation. Yes. And bury their dead. In- <laughs> Enjoy your ocean spray, everybody.
1: Uh, there's a lot of cranberry bogs in Wisconsin. Uh, but that's why Gen Con gets its name. It's Geneva Convention. Oh, that's right. Gen- Geneva, Lake, Lake, Lake Geneva, Geneva Convention. Yes. convention. Yes. So Gen
0: Con is the board game convention in Indianapolis. And role-playing. Um, and role-playing and, and, role-playing and all the everything. 80,000 uh, people... One of the things I love about that convention is that everybody 's doing instead of going to watch panels and stuff
1: uh, they're yes. they 're
0: mostly playing games there are some with really good panels
1: uh, yeah, I don't, no, but yes' it's, I'm sure it's, you go there to play the games and you 'll be in the hallway with your friends, just you know trying something new and, yeah yeah it uh, it
0: seems it it's not i i don't mind i mean I love panels, I love being on them, I love all mm. the things but uh, but I did like that it felt more social, you yeah. know, and it was kind of neat because you know we are we all isolate so bad, and so Gencon is is this thing where you're like, well, I'm just going to sit at a table and play with these guys and And so that's neat.
1: it is Gencon is wonderful. It's so big, but I think it still keeps this very special feeling about it in the way that other giant conventions for me just never have.
0: right. could be a little because it is eighty thousand people if i if I remember close
1: to that, if not more, I, yeah I forget it's just I mean, I know the dealers area was so huge. The Last dealer room year, must be insane. Um,
0: <laughs> Just because it's full of games. Yes. And then does it also have like? Because I don't remember going to the dealer room at Gen Con. Oh wow! I've only been once. Okay. And um, and
1: I saw your show there.
0: Oh, I did stand up. Yes, That's you did. right. Didn't, yes. didn't I do Crackers Downtown? Uh, something that I
1: I, I I could not remember the name. Crackers that sounds in Indianapolis. like Indianapolis people get to club. name their
0: own comedy clubs. You guys uh, get out. Yes, outside. Alex,
1: my business manager and I came to see you.
0: Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, I yeah. remember that. It was the downtown one, which is now called Jokers. By the way, oh, Crackers okay. moved up the block and opened a new downtown Crackers. And then <laughs> in where Crackers used to be is now Jokers. It's a fascinating tale of <laughs> stop calling it. Just call it the Indianapolis Comedy Club, if you would, please. Anyway, uh, so, um, yeah, but...
1: Yeah, the dealers area is crazy because there are hundreds of booths. And they go from small, self-published games all the way up to major game companies. Um,
0: I you, actually... Do you ever take the kids...
1: Are uh, these kids singular? Are they too little or? Uh, she is eight years old. Oh, right. Um,
0: right, that's right, you have one daughter. She
1: is just starting to really get into gaming. For the longest time, uh, she felt very, like when she was about five or six, uh, we would try some games with her. Right. Um, and she got very nervous when it came to winning or losing um, uh so she would like move she would want to move the figures for us, but she wouldn 't want to play the games, although this was great and this was after we sold apples to apples to mattel okay she when she was four, she and her five year old uh cousin right played a few thanksgivings ago, we all played apples to apples Jr., Right. together, and they loved it. Uh, they loved being the judge. Perfect. Uh, you could just see this little 4 year does want to be
0: green? Going, yes. You're green. Go.
1: Um, <laughs> so that was really a neat feeling, that a game you worked that on is, could go down to four Have you seen
0: old. Bring Your Own Book?
1: I've heard of it. I've not seen it. Yes. Uh,
0: it's currently my favorite uh, party game.
1: I may Just, have to get this because you're the second person in like a week who's it's. I abs-
0: it. It, I, and I and I've only seen it. Uh, I I got it at a toy store. My friend owns a toy store in New York, 84th in Amsterdam. You guys, West Side Kids. So, uh, but she, um, she she said, I never get to play games. Make Andy play this, and and give me a report. <laughs> and um, and so we did. But, but, trust my arm. Trust my arm. Exactly. So uh, essentially it's just like apples to apples except for that you use – either you've brought your own book because mm. you're that person yep. or you use the found books in the house or place where you're playing. Nice. So in our – we, the found books in our public space, essentially the respectable books, are all like the Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, and then we have some nonfiction, and then we have, you know, the classics. Yes. And so everybody took one of those, and we, and what you do is there's a green, there's a middle card, like mm-hmm. in Apples to Apples, yep. and then it says something like James Bond's Little Known Tattoo. Yes. And then everybody goes through their book looking for a funny thing or oh, an s- interesting okay. thing that might apply to that. Yeah. The first person to find that turns over the, the timer so everybody else has like a minute nice. to catch up. And then, um then you win, and then, th- and then everybody reads them, so there's no secretive part, mm-hmm. right? And then the the person, whoever's middle, picks whatever yes. they like. And then, of course, you win that middle card like normal. Yep. As soon as anyone wins two cards, everyone moves their book to the left.
1: Oh, that's nice. So you don't keep the same nice. book. Yes. And
0: so whenever any the next person wins two cards in a row, yep. you'd move it again, right? Yep. So that was the first time we played it. The second time we played it, and we haven't played it since, and I would like to, uh, we were at a picnic. Mm-hmm. We were at a barbecue. And The only books they had were self-help books and gardening (laughs) books. (laughs) So it's it's weirdo magoo, like whatever anybody has in their house.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, that's terrific. I've heard very good things about that. So I may have to seek that out.
0: And it's, I think it's like a nickel. I think it's like 11 to $15 for this thing. And so it's very cheap. And uh, unlike the green cards in apples to apples, there's two suggestions on each card. Oh, that's So nice. they, they just use the car, they use the space. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you could pick either one. Nice. So it's a nice, it's a nice touch. But- Excellent.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually working on a role-playing game now, which is kind of with a friend of mine, oh, uh, cool. Brett Myers, who is a very good game designer. He does, uh, my favorite game of his is Nanook. It's from Steve Jackson Games. Okay. Um, and I've got like, you know, four more ideas and it's just, uh, now question of getting the time to get these things and get to right. play test it and work on them. Is it um, is it an,
0: and it, so is it a tabletop like D&D kind of game it's, or is it's, it I'm
1: hoping to board come board game RPG. It's it's a or a mix. A, it's kind of a mix. I'm I'm hoping to make this a game where the players do not have to know any of the rules, that everything is set out in front of them in such a way. That, you know, the rules will be minimal and only the dungeon master really needs to know the few. Okay. And he can just essentially put the pieces in front of the players and they can do things. Well, uh, that's, like that. I mean,
0: that's the big thing when you first go play something like this is, and, and we all want people to want to game. So you're like super simple, takes yep. four seconds to learn. Yep. Let's do this. Yep. Andy's, uh, mar- uh, Andy's a uh, superhero game, the Hero Instant. Yes. That he it's it's just free online at yep. the Instant dot com. Knock yourselves out, Americans or internationals. <laughs> uh so the but you can make a character in 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, that's nice. And there's yeah. no, it's not, and he did that because I hate making characters. <laughs> I like drawing the, the, there's a box where you can yes. draw your character. Yes. I like naming it.
1: <laughs> One of the nice things about D&D 5th edition is they've got a quick build option. Okay. So if, uh, with, uh, my friends who were doing this group with, I really didn't want to get into the minutiae of character design with right. them and, you know, bore the pants off of them.
0: Charts, uh, charts. And
1: yeah, these just give you like if you want to play a wizard, here's the quick build. Here's like where you put your stats. Here's see uh, it's the it's a gateway drug. You start with you yes. can go
0: deep into it next time, yep. kind of thing.
1: Exactly, and that was really neat. That um, is really neat. But yeah, so you know, coming from a party game background, which everything at Out of the Box, and I was a, a co-founder and co-owner of Out of the Box. R.I.P. Very oh. sad. Um, but uh, yet yeah, the all of the games that that company produced were. The, the idea was to be able to teach the game in a minute or less and to play around in a minute or less. Right. Many of the games they, we didn't get to that with. Right. But definitely apples to apples was always the gold standard.
0: Right. So. And, and if you aspire to that and it's a five minute round. Yeah, exactly. N- nobody's, nobody's. Yes. <laughs> fiddle and diddle. It's yeah, fine. That's, exactly. That's so great. <laughs> wow.
1: So, yes, it's been it's been a really busy couple of months, and it's been so fun. Again, just like jumping Is, back into the deep end.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is your daughter going to play the D and D too, or not yet?
1: Probably she, not. I think she and uh, well, one of the players has got a daughter who's a little younger than Luisa, sure. and I've got this idea that if they're ever around and they're interested uh that I would make them sprites who would just be helpful sprites oh, who perfect. couldn't be harmed so they could yeah. uh, help the characters and yes. do something like that. It's
0: like you ro- roll and assist.
1: Yes. I've got a number of games, uh, role-playing games for kids specifically. Uh There's a game my friends at Monty Cook Games just came out with called No Thank You Evil. Uh, <laughs> First and of all, I love the name. It's, it looks great. I backed the Kickstarter. The production values are fantastic. And I cannot wait to try this with Louise and her friends. I've just not played it yet, so I need to really sort of figure out Oh, you how want to do a, a playthrough
0: and then... Yes, yes. That is best, with yes. especially with kids. Yeah, with
1: eight-year-olds whose yeah. attention span is so known to be so long.
0: Right, uh, <laughs> right. Um, yeah.
1: And there's another game called Adventure Maximus, uh, which, again, is just for kids. And so I'm looking forward to that. Um, it was really neat with my nieces and nephews ro- taking them through D&D for the first time ever. They've been... Uh, every, you know, growing up, they had their gamer Uncle John. I want to be the cool uncle. I want yeah, to be yeah. the cool uncle so bad. <laughs> um, and so Success. We, we would, uh, play all these different games with the board games. Mm-hmm. And then last Thanksgiving, um, no, sorry, a year ago, uh, yeah, it was over the Christmas holidays. I ran them through, uh, the beginning adventure in fifth edition D&D. Okay. It's this wonderful, probably the best introductory role-playing adventure I have ever seen published.
0: Oh, it's, and it's a a mod or something, or, or it's, it's a, just a, a, a pre a, a
1: self-contained, yeah, okay, a, a pre-generated characters and pre-create uh, a, a ready whole, to play, ready to, ready, play to... ready to play. That's the phrase. Yeah, um, a mini campaign, and it's really well written. Uh, the the folks at Wizards did a phenomenal job with this whole package. Um that's, and, that's great. Yeah, and you just jump right into the action but you also get role playing elements and it it's not just like one dungeon, it's a series of adventures. Okay. And it is a mini campaign. Um and so seeing my nieces and nephews who ranged at the time and age between uh twelve and fifteen, who had never done anything like this before, and my brother, who yeah. had done this when back when we were in school, right. just getting back into it. <laughs> Um it was just it was it was wonderful seeing this. And so I'm just so excited again to be back in to the whole role playing thing.
0: That's so great. It's uh So it, oh, everybody, hey Rangers of the Dork Forest, just so you know, I'm talking to John Kovalik, which is at Muskrat underscore John on Twitter. And then Dorktower.com is sort of the main that's your yeah, your it, main website, right? And yes. It has a webcomic and it has Yep
1: Dorktower runs twice a week now and I've been right. I'm hoping to get back up to three times a week. Um, but and pretty
0: busy. Pretty yes. Yes. yes.
1: Um, and so you can find you know Dork Tower uh there. Um, right. And, and
0: then the books and everything.
1: Yes. We're gonna be doing uh there are nine volumes. Collected volumes of Dark Tower out. What? That's
0: awesome. Um,
1: don't you have them? I'll send you them. Oh. Uh, okay. You. Yeah. very happy to. Well, well, let's, yeah, yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, it used to be published. I'm, I'm going to
0: go on eBay and see if I can find that, uh, <laughs> the, the first one. The one yeah, with the Gygax. With the Gygax intro.
1: Um, uh, you know, the, one of the most amazing moments of my entire career in the gaming industry. Was, this would be one of the last Gen Cons in Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, so this is a while ago. 15? Uh, no, uh, 10, 12 years, something like that. Okay. I forget how long it's been in indie. Um, but we're, I was walking back to the Dorkstorm Press. That's the name of our publishing company. Awesome. Dorkstorm Press. Uh,
0: I love the word dork, you guys, it booth, turns
1: out. Um, and I saw Dave Arneson at my booth buying some of my comics. And I ran, I sprinted <laughs> there.
0: And so she so said, you could
1: "This man's money's not good here. He gets whatever he wants." Oh, that's uh, very sweet. It was yes. just am- it was like just one of the most wonderful moments I could imagine. Oh and I gosh. do hope he was actually buying comics. He might have just been stopping to get change. <laughs> 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 um, that would have been embarrassing. That would have been. Um, oh my God,
0: take them all. So yeah, Wait we're
1: going minute. to be doing a Kickstarter for a new Dark Tower collection.
0: Okay. Uh, hopefully March, that'll be right? February, March. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, and this will be the first new collection in like eight years. I stopped publishing when my daughter was born. I just did too much with the parenting thing. Fair enough. And self-publishing was tough and everything else. And I, I did a good job at it and I was happy with the comics that were coming out. And oh, good. They did well. I'm, um, yeah. But, you know, I just... If there's one it's a com- whole
0: separate job to yes. publish, right? right. Isn't it? I mean, you're right. like, well, I've got this down. I yes. can I can get the webcomic up. Yes. exactly. And uh, this whole other thing is just a separate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I get that. Um. And you know, with with both out of the box and obviously with Steve Jackson Games, other people do the business stuff for that, and I get yes. to just draw pretty pictures. So exactly.
0: Nice. It's a. It's just get, uh, Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I loved I love drawing the comics. It was just having to deal with the business side of it was uh, just. It, Man, you I've,
0: do as much as you can. Yeah, exactly. You, you genuinely, you're like, I want to do this thing. Someone was telling me Chad Daniels, great comic from Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. He's advertising on Pandora, and I was like, how do you, how do you do that? Is that <laughs> something? Am <And my>, like, <laughs> what's what's happening? And and I do have a Pandora channel that somebody yes. made, which is nice. No, yes. And um, and it turns out because it has my name on it, and I am a member of Pandora, I listen to other. I listen to music. Yes. Um. That I can, because I am the artist, I can uh send a message to anyone who is listening to that channel. Oh, so that's almost So I recorded creepy. Uh, no. I record, <laughs> It is creepy. I was just like, hey, what do you guys... You guys listening to me? <laughs> I'm right behind you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm creepy with that. Now I kind of want to do that.
1: <laughs> this message is coming from inside the house.
0: <laughs> oh, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> I want to do all of it. But... um you know, when it comes to web comics, Andy reads so many web comics, and um, the only one I read is the Dirty Sword and Sorcery. Oh, glass. Yes. I love
1: that. It's so well done. It is so well done. I don't read many other comics because I can do a joke, which I did five years ago, and do it again and not realize that I did it five years ago. Right? This does not happen often, but it happens from time to time, or sure. 10 years ago or whatever. Uh, I do not ever want to read somebody else's comic and accidentally...
0: Oh, right, co-opt, any of that.
1: Yes, Uh, so I make it a point not to read other webcomics, especially the fantasy role-playing webcomics. There are some great ones out there and i just but can't since read the because tower of that.
0: doesn't do a lot of dick jokes. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> since i could not draw a pair of breasts to save my life.
0: Oh my god, that it's a i guess it's a couple. Yeah. And uh from oh, okay. Australia yeah. who do it or it's a partnership. Yes. I don't know if they are a couple actually. Yeah. But whatever it is, sometimes it's filthy and hilarious and yeah. sometimes it's not filthy and but also hilarious. hilarious. And
1: it's so beautifully it's, drawn. Oh, it's
0: so beautifully drawn.
1: And it's like you cannot i mean it's it's dirty but yeah i would not call that pornography. No, Oglaf,
0: O-G-L-A-F dot com and one of, I mean the best way to describe the stuff that isn't porny is, uh, like the, the dwarves, they go to the fountain of doubt and they take a drink from it and one of them says, I don't think this is it. (laughs) <laughs> really, and <laughs> which is a joke that should not by all rights make me laugh. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and yet yep. there it is. Yep. <laughs> so, and
1: it's so, and it is so beautiful. The artwork is just fantastic. Uh, but
0: I ordered a hard copy. Um, yep. the, 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 hard. Uh, get it? <laughs> her, her, her. I said hard copy. <laughs> it's uh, but I ordered the second one for Andy's birthday, which uh, yep. is at the end of January. Nice. And, um, I got the first one, and in the packing slip, this was probably three or four years ago, I got him the first one. The second one just came out. And in the packing slip, it just said, congratulations on your dirty book. And <laughs> I, I was like, good for you. Good nice. for you for not even caring. So,
1: See, now I do read a lot of comics, uh, a lot more oh, comics. Oh, you read
0: like hard things. comics, right? Yes. Yeah,
1: like, so like right now, talking, speaking of that, uh, I've been reading a lot of Atomic Robo, Oh, which just did this – huge Kickstarter to get all of their stuff in hardcover. And I picked up every Atomic Robo uh collection in hardcover. And that's really made me want to bring back my Dr. Blink comic book. Oh, yeah. The Superhero Shrink. Um, Is there
0: I, – I think I read Atomic uh, – a- Andy loves a robot. Yeah. Uh, who
1: does That's it? probably – the main one out there at the moment, I can
0: okay, yeah, unless it's,
1: Vision, uh, did, you know. It's, oh <laughs> right,
0: right. Oh, he read that Vision. Did you read that Vision? I've not
1: yet. It's supposed to be great.
0: It is. Uh, it was a little too creepy for me, quite honestly. Oh, really, oh. I had to check out. Okay. Lock and key. I'm there. Rachel yes. Rising. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, turns out the Vision with its cartoony graphics <laughs> was creeping me out because it was oh, a little Stepford wife for me, and yes. uh, and yeah. I, I got I got too invested or something. Oh or anything, so.
1: wow, good to know actually, because I was I was assuming it would be just a Fun, good time, which is the stuff I like to read. Yeah, me too. I want escapism.
0: Hey, that's what I'm. Looking I, I will for.
1: occasionally see something, not realizing how graphic or violent or disturbing it will be, and I'm glad we'll have seen that. Right. Um, well, and, and, Rogue, it's, One, and it's very Rogue One.
0: Rogue One. Rogue um, <laughs> uh, One. No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, a, it leads into a great sequel, you it, guys. Yeah,
1: I hear the sequel's going to be awesome. It's
0: going to be amazing. <laughs> They're going to
1: call it Rogue Two.
0: <laughs> Rogue Two, space opera. Yes. And uh yeah, it was, but.
1: Uh but yeah, so uh something like Atomic Robo. Oh this oh my gosh wonderful, wonderful comic I've just been reading called Bandette. Uh B A N D E T T E about a female thief in Paris. And oh, wow. it is so the writing is sparkling, the art is wonderful. It's I think it's online, but I've just been buying the collection, so third yeah. collection is out.
0: Okay. Third collection is out.
1: The writing is so good. Uh, and yeah, so that's the kind of thing I'm really enjoying reading at the moment. Uh, something that's interesting. graphically interesting and yeah. just uh, uh, the writing is sharp and funny and quirky. And Do it's you got know its the voice. author
0: or I any can't of it? Think of, of it's the... an
1: author and artist duo. I follow them both on Twitter and I'm blanking on their names. Right,
0: the right. Language. But it's B A N D E T T E? Yes. Okay, I'm going to look for that. That's yeah, great.
1: It's so much fun.
0: Okay, that's. Um, That's all. That's all I want. I mean, do you ever read Astro City? Yes, love
1: Astro City.
0: Yeah, it's it can be dark. Yes, it can. can, But it can. It's so beautifully drawn. Yeah, and um, it's so painted.
1: In in the background of one of the Doctor Blink uh, uh, comics is a statue, and it says, "I believe it says Kirk Buseck, our founder."
0: Oh, that's so cool. It's now is Doctor Blink collected?
1: Yes, there is a collection. Uh it's out of print at the moment. There's still some copies around or it can go online. And everything's available. Uh all oh, the Dork you? Towers, all the Dr. Blinks, all the old wildlife comics oh, yeah. are available in PDF form from Drive Thru Comics. Okay. Um Drive Thru. Yes.
0: T-R-T-H-R-U? You yes. Like Like it's yeah. Yep, Drive Thru like comics. It's,
1: and comics like comics. Right. Um so but yeah, there's some, like, great, it's like all across the board. I'm sorry. I've, I've veered from gaming into comics. And, oh, fair Go enough. Go figure. It's,
0: um, I kept introducing your daughter because I was like, you had a parenting. Oh, that's you, right. You wanted to let me in on how dorky, uh, uh yes. the parenting is coming along. Oh,
1: man. Um, yeah, so, Beat yeah, off great.
0: on that for a second. <laughs> she is, yeah.
1: anyway, going back to the artwork. Uh, yeah. one of the games I bought simply because of the artwork is a game, uh, called Dragonwood, a very simple little game, uh, where you're on quests, uh, and you're collecting cards and the cards you get you can use these to fight and beat the monsters okay. um you know so you get a little bit of like ticket to ride you're trying to get you know cards either in a series or all of the same color got it uh but it's actually the first game uh Luisa has really glommed onto and she's won. it's the first game she's asked to play twice and oh, she's asking to play it so i think the whole fear of winning and losing
0: might is, have faded
1: At least it's being overcome by the just interesting new games and...
0: Right, and I mean, and the thing about gaming that that children have to learn and adults, uh, some adults have never learned is that there's gonna be another game. Uh, who cares who wins? I mean, you wanna win. But if you don't win, turns out you're going to play it again.
1: I would much rather lose a really great, fun game yes. than For win sure. a, a real asshole-ish kind yeah, of backstabbing Yeah, it was the greatest. Said, yeah, I, I would not want to win a backstabbing game, said the artist of Munchkin.
0: <laughs> right. Um, well, and that's the thing. I've only ever won two games of Munchkin in my life Munch- in 15 I have- years. I have played Munchkin to a standstill where the only way anyone has won is when someone made a dumb mistake and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, pile on, bam. (laughs) I
1: I I like playing Munchkin. I enjoy Munchkin a lot. But I get ganged up on from the start because everybody thinks because I
0: drew the dang cards I know how to play the game. Exactly. You've got that t-shirt. Yes, The t-shirt that gives you a plus when one of your shoes or something. Yes.
1: I even lost a game of Munchkin once where they let me draw my cards when it was my turn if I got a blank card
0: (laughs) and I could just not bring
1: myself to draw John Wynn's end of game Steve could have Steve Jackson totally could have done that and would have done that right? so this is
0: why you can tell I'm not a natural munchkin player right Um. right it's a (laughs) Yeah, i i I like Munchkin. I like all of those games. Actually, it's, he, he makes a fun. They're funny, is what yes. I like about them. Is how goofy they are, and you're like. And the odd
1: thing is they yeah. they like worldwide. I get invited to conventions, like in Brazil. I went to Brazil and Poland uh, a couple of years ago. Right. I go to Italy all the time. Germany all the time. Uh, Munchkin is a worldwide thing, which surprises the heck out of me because so many of the cards are based on really terrible puns <laughs> right it's
0: like, How can this In possibly English. translate
1: yes. right, but people just enjoy the game right so and much. The,
0: and you know the art is and I'm talking to you, so <laughs> but what the heck we'll, we'll lay it on a little bit it no they it's adorable oh thank the, you it's it's just I want to go fun. back
1: and redraw all the cards from like the first three games, wow, just because <laughs> it's been that long, and i I think my art has progressed so much. I hope so. Like any good cartoonist or comic, I think a healthy dose of self-loathing is important.
0: Yes, you gotta let that go. I have a, I have an early album that I would like it to be lit on fire. So, uh, but nope. Uh, CD Baby keeps telling me, no, we sold out of it. We're gonna need more of those. And I'm like, you only had five. Why? (laughs) <laughs> there's a there's an album before my, that Circus People album yeah. that I burned, which is on fire and almost impossible to get. And if anybody ever finds cake is not my downfall, feel free to rip it quickly because it will disintegrate right in front of your face. Anyway, but um, yeah, I, I mean, so I understand I mean, I, I'm, I'm very happy with my art now. I keep wanting yes. to make
1: it better. And uh, so for Munchkin Oz and uh, Munchkin Grim Tales, which came out, I was super happy with how those turned out. Cool. And it does make me go want to stomp all of the old original stuff, which I was just – I was rushed. I was using bad materials. I was using – I, I hate to say this. The first like three Munchkin games, yep. I used a sharpie to illustrate
0: because it was <laughs> fast,
1: and I needed to be fast
0: at you the time. You had to crank out some serious. I cr- and
1: in fact, with Dork Terror as well. And uh, now I use good pens, good paper, really good art paper, really right. good pens. Sure, you can bring it all. Such a up joy, a notch. yeah. Um, and but back in the day, like 15 years ago or 17 years ago, when Steve first threw Munchkin at me, right? Oh man, it's it's embarrassing. Well, it so. But, but people love it and Steve doesn't want any of the cars to change because they're iconic now.
0: Right. Right. Like now the, the iconic
1: is French for suck.
0: <laughs> right. The iconic arts, only is the I'm irritated. And uh, <laughs> so but it's yeah, you can't you're we aren't allowed. You know, you created the thing, you got to let it go. Yes, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. I've I've come to peace with it.
0: Yes, there you go. Sort of. Yes,
1: <laughs> for yes, you can tell I'm clenching right now. Look exactly. at my body posture. I just a little bit about,
0: you, if I could just no hand it to me, hand, <laughs> hand me the plates. And, uh, <laughs> okay, so. Uh, we're almost at an hour, which is wow. hilarious. Yes, a wow. classic. It's. Uh, I am, of course, with John Kovalik, Madison, Wisconsin's dork luminary, uh, <laughs> creator of. Dork I'm going to put that on
1: my business card. Now.
0: Please do, please do. I, I always look for a local dork luminary, and and you're you're today's. Oh, it's a good one. I was psyched because we we've known each other for so many years, yes. off and on, and yes. then the last couple of years, every time I've come to Madison, there's no time. And so this has worked out so great that you were able to, to stop This by has for been an fantastic.
1: Hour. Yes. And yeah. welcome back to
0: Madison. Thank you. It's, uh, four below. <laughs> it is. And, uh, I realized why I was a mouth breather during college. <laughs> I'm like, I need all the air, all the air and my hairs in my nose are on fire. I, it's,
1: when actually that, that is the one level when you blink, uh, when you, when your nose starts freezing. The all second right. level is when it gets to minus 20. Yeah. And when you blink and for a split second, your eyes don't open. Yeah. And that's like, you know, this is just stupid. (laughs) You can drive to cold. You can fly to snow. You don't have to. Yeah. uh,
0: Yeah. That's why nobody leaves California, in my theory, is because they have all of the things. Take me with you. I know. Well, there's you could go to the desert or the mountains. I remember when I tried to get Andy to come to Wisconsin any number of times. I was like, it's really pretty. We have all these beautiful forests. It's really rolling hills. And, And he was like, yeah, have you been to Yosemite? And I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. And uh you, I was like, Pine trees though and he goes, Uh-huh, have you been north of San Francisco? We have the sequoias and then we have just normal pine trees and I'm like, Okay, I'll stop. And uh so but so uh January, uh it's now the end of January yes. when this will go up yep. and um so d- keep an eye, uh, rangers at dorktower.com for John Kovalik's, um, Kickstarter for the next big collection of Dork Tower. Yep. And, uh, of course go out, get Munchkin, get app, all the things. And, um, it's at muskrat underscore John on Twitter.
1: Muskrat John, yes. Muskrat John. With the underscore.
0: Thank you so much for doing the show. I'm so glad we could do this. Thank you so much. It's you, so great
1: seeing you again.
0: Exactly. You are welcome. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing
1: around. My hat. my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance.
0: Yay!